When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. A lot of rumors, good information. You're a good reporter. You know what's real and what's not. Um, what, where is the noise coming from and how legitimate are the speculations that Jordan Birch is going to be putting his name in the transfer portal? Yeah, at this point, the speculations are coming. It's kind of uh, where there's smoke or where there's smoke, there is fire. Mm-hmm. Um, in this case, yes, there is fire. That is a, I would say, possibility. Um, you know, as of probably early yesterday into yesterday afternoon, I probably would have said, well, yeah, it's been a possibility, but uh, Jordan Birch is probably going to come back. As of um, yesterday evening, I probably would have said, it looks like he's leaving. As of last night, I maybe would have said, um, it's a little bit still up in the air and it could go either way. So I think this is one of those things where absolutely this started out as sort of just a rumor that was floating around and uh, it, it has gained legs. It is a real possibility. Um, I don't exactly know what the latest is because this thing does change yeah. hourly to be completely honest. Um, you know, it, it does change by the hour. So uh, we'll see where it goes from here. Uh, maybe Chris will have another update on it, but, but yeah, it is 100% something to monitor. And as you said, this is going on everywhere in college football right now. And, um, you know, I, I think the the level of roster churn um, that you're seeing in college sports right now is clearly at an all-time high. And uh, the combination, again, the combination of NIL and Transfer Portal together mm-hmm. has um, – really at least how things are structured right now, uh, it's completely changed the sport. So at the end of the regular season, it seemed like Jordan Birch coming back or not was more about does he go pro, which mm-hmm. to me always seemed like a long shot for a guy that just hasn't had a particularly productive career at South Carolina, four and a half career sacks. But on that point, you know would test out the world, has yes. all the measurables, and people would fall in love with him. When they've seen him. So right. that's the counterpoint to that. He would he would get drafted by the Lions. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Just what what's your 40 time? Lions will draft you. Um, so that that seemed like the decision that was being made. What was that always was that just a speculation or was that really the first consideration? And and when did transfer portal as an option really enter the equation? Well, so when Birch was asked basically that final week of practice at the bowl game, you know, he even publicly acknowledged he was still making a decision on if he was coming back or not. And um, I think we all um, assumed that meant NFL or South Carolina. Okay. I, I don't know the exact moment that the 
possibility, I guess you would say, of going to another school really popped in. I'll tell you, the day of the bowl game, we started hearing about it um, as a possibility. Now, again, you're kind of, you're sitting there like, all right, is this a rumor or is this real? And for for every rumor we track down, um, you know. What's the, what's the hit rate? <laughs> well, and see, it's hard to say because you don't know what was a rumor because there was some truth, but then it just didn't happen, you know? Like, there, there's there been a lot of guys that, um, especially, I think you go back to when guys are freshmen and they're coming in and they, they have these huge expectations and then maybe they don't play. I mean, it's like a lot of times multiple guys are like, oh, that guy's thinking about transferring. And it's because he has said something to somebody in a moment of frustration, <laughs> you know, oh, this sucks, I'm yeah, not playing. But, yeah, you know, for sure. A lot of those don't end up happening. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, for for rumors like this, sometimes sometimes it was a r- rumor for a reason. But then, you know, they're like, "I'm not really leaving," type thing. So, uh, but for every, I mean, the for example, the Marshawn Lloyd thing is coming. You know, Marshawn Lloyd's coming back rumor that was going around. We never could pinpoint any factual uh, basis for that, that was just from and it was USC turning like fan three nine nine six with the egg for the profile picture that's where that came from but, but it was like ev- everywhere yeah um, but it, it just kind of got a life of its own and I think a lot of times when we see people when we see something repeated so many times we start to think well maybe there's some truth to this but really it's just the cycle of that original rumor um you know and, and I do think there's this there's this push um even for people who aren't like media people to be able to say, Oh, I said this first. It may not even be true when you said it. Mm. Like you could, you could tweet, you could tweet Spencer Rattler is coming back. Um, or you could tweet Spencer Rattler is leaving with no information, with no actual information. And then whichever one hits, you could be like, I told y'all first. Well, he (laughs) he didn't even, he literally hadn't even made a decision when you said that. Mm -hmm. So it's not that he just hadn't told anyone. It's that he hadn't made a decision yet. So it, it, it we're in a a strange world right now in a lot of ways with sports. Yeah, and I would also like to add on to that is that when you try and getting into timelines, it's tricky because I think, unfortunately, we assume that there's some nefarious things that could be happening. They might not be telling the truth. But in reality, whenever the question was asked to this person, that really honestly could have been the truth and things mm-hmm. could have changed mm-hmm. in the next hour, 24 hours. So yeah. I, I would just try and resist the urge to say, well, he knew the whole time. Because that is that is a possibility. Mm-hmm. But also you have to leave open the possibility that things change very rapidly. Can I complain about something? You can. It's your show. Go ahead. It's your show. It's the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. You're taking over me. <laughs> okay, um, well, start complaining, then I'll figure out if we're going to shut you down or not. You don't do this. Chris doesn't do this. It's part of the reason that I like you, part of the reason we work together for as long as we have. My least favorite thing is the eyeballs emoji, is <laughs> you won't believe what I just heard. If you do that, you should have your account shut down and you should have someone. Well, it's very, very <laughs> annoying. Yeah, be be careful. It's uh it's very annoying. I think I, I hate people that do that. It is personal for me. Um <laughs> Because because then you can just, like, pat yourself. Oh, that's what I was talking about. 
Like something's gonna happen in a week. I don't know what it is. <laughs> eyeballs. Yeah. I just eyeballs. wake up I knew every it. morning. I called it. Just do it every morning. Eyeball emoji. Yeah. Every morning. Yeah, and you're gonna be right about something. Oh, that eyeball emoji was about Bobby Petrino. That eyeball emoji was about, you know, <laughs> Gio Reyna's mom. That is the stupidest, <laughs> most like self-important, self-aggrandizing BS Bush League move that I hate that people do it. And uh and I and I the worst part about it, I don't care if people did it, but people will like reply and be like what is it it's like <laughs> i'm not telling you if if this person was going to tell you they would have said it you idiot so stop replying to these people stop liking the tweets stop retweeting it this is uh i hate it i just i i hate the this is just like chicken feed for the social media masses and it's incredibly aggravating uh so that's basically what this eyeball emojis thing is for birch i guess um let, let me give my ruling on that. Yeah. You can complain about that. All okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. That's, I, I figured that, that since you don't do that, since you're not a practitioner of the eyeball emojis, you won't believe what I just heard. That's like the call I just got the, uh, in the not early days of the internet, but like when YouTube ads weren't ubiquitous every once in a while, you'd be like, I'm going to watch some Reggie Bush highlights. And then it's like, Oh, Hey there. You wondering how to get a garage full of nice cars like this? We'll just keep watching this twenty-five minute infomercial. It's 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 got that vibe to it. I don't know. It just absolutely drives me crazy. If you can't tell, I just I had to yell about something. All right, um, we'll circle back around to it because we we've hit on some of the big ideas here. I do want to talk touch on a few more specifics as we uh, talk about Carolina's roster turnover. It's not a hot take or an eyeball emoji to say that there's going to be more roster churn before the offseason is over for South Carolina. That's players outgoing. That's players ingoing. So we'll continue to talk about what South Carolina's roster might start to look like in 2023 next. This is Damon Amendolara with your CBS Sports Minute. The U.S. men's national team just came off a successful World Cup, drawing big television audiences, showcasing their young talents. But the big story now is the mother of a player trying to blackmail the coach for not playing her son. So it's an episode of Real Housewives. American soccer, this is why we can't have nice things. This is Damon Amendolara. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Haven't seen you around the gym. Yeah, I've really fallen off. Since I turned 40, I just don't get the results I used to get. Could be lower testosterone. I went through it a while back. I got Nugenics Total T, and it's made a huge difference for me. I've seen that on TV. Is it for real? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is something called Testafin, which helps boost free and total testosterone levels to help you trim up and stay lean. And it's made a difference for you? Man, I feel like I'm in my 20s again. At work? in the gym, and in the bedroom. Are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try it for themselves? Yeah, you just need to send them a text. Text JUDGE to 321321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever, to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text J-U-D-G-E to 321321. That's JUDGE to 321321. Products and statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or illness. Game Talk Nation, Ben Cato and Matt Stedman from Cato's Power Equipment. We are proud to be your family-owned dealership since 1984 for Aaron's, Gravely, Oro, and Steel Power Equipment. Come visit our showroom at 4012 West Beltline Boulevard, located right outside of downtown. We're proud to serve Columbia's landscapers, municipalities, and of course our everyday grass cutters trying to one-up their neighbor. We can't wait to help maximize your mowing experience. Give us a call at 803-254-3711. We keep the clutter 
out of your gutter. Call on the gutter man. The Guttermen have been providing top-notch service throughout the Midlands for over 47 years, building their business on relationships, not gimmicks. And you can call them locally, not a 1-800 number. Call them today at 791-7147 and look for the guys in the powder blue trucks. We keep the clutter out of your gutter. Call on the Guttermen. Locally owned Atlantic Windows and Doors has been making Columbia area homes more comfortable, attractive, weather tight, and energy efficient for over 35 years. How? By distributing products from the best window and door manufacturers in the country. These products give you the best looks, the best quality, and the best value, all based on your specific needs. And everything is professionally installed by their dedicated and experienced employees, not subcontractors. Atlantic Windows and Doors. Visit them online at awdsc.com. Um, the proof credit and bank determined down payment. Call 888-411-7640 for details. The legend of JT began in 1991 when rumor has it that a man with a 300 credit score was able to buy a new car. More than three decades later, JT of JT's Dodgeland has helped thousands of people get the new vehicle they need. You too can join JT's Credit Restart. It's easy. If you take home $400 per week and have a steady job, you too could join the thousands. JT has helped and drive the new Ram or Dodge of your dreams. Dodge Land on Greystone. JT's Dodge.com. Start something new sales event. Broadcasting live from the Herndon Chevrolet Studios, this is 1075 The Game. Stop by or shop online today and see why Herndon Chevrolet makes you smile. It's the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour, presented by Firehouse Subs, founded by Firemen, with Pearson Fowler, Chris Clark, and Wes Mitchell, on the home of the Gamecocks, 107.5 The Game. Eighteen minutes after 11 o'clock Thursday morning, welcome back into the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. Pearson, Wes, Preston, Chris, Tyler, here with you. Transfer Portal Day. We're doing this show once a week for the rest of our lives. There's some rumors. Wes has said where there is smoke, there may be fire here as people circle the is Jordan Birch going to transfer, um, I don't know, rumor mill. It seems like there is a likelihood that that could happen, which would mean South Carolina would be down both of their starting defensive ends by the end of the season. Uh, Chris, as we welcome you in, how's it going? Happy Thursday. Having a good Thursday? Uh, good Thursday. Apologize for my tardiness. I, oh, I absolutely hate being late to anything, but uh been working the phone. I don't, I don't but... mean to draw attention to it. I just want you to feel welcome. <laughs> What'd you have I for breakfast? That. Oh, goodness. Breakfast. Um, what did I eat for breakfast this morning? Actually, I, di- I didn't really have breakfast. Even better. I just ate a little. Yeah. So you st- that means you're still on track, though. On track. Oh, and the healthy eating. Mm-hmm. I'm doing quite well. There we go. Great. Doing Good pretty job. well. Awesome. Congratulations. Day. Now you're intermittent fasting too. Just totally on accident. Throw it all together. <laughs> That's cool. Very good. That's easier some days than others. Yep. Um, Carolina fans are are disappointed by the possibility of losing Jordan Birch for a variety of reasons. He was a highly touted prospect, and fans will always, and I think sometimes fairly. Think about what could have been, what could still be. This guy has freakish athletic ability. Maybe this would be the year that he puts it all together. There's also the local tie. He's from Columbia. He chose South Carolina over more traditionally desirable options. There are a lot of reasons that explain why Carolina fans would be concerned and disappointed to lose Jordan Birch. But how much of a material impact would that have on South Carolina? And and, Sorry, let me ask it a better way. How hard would it be for Carolina to replace Jordan Birch in the transfer portal? So, not to dodge the question, so, uh, but I am going to give the answer that 
people are going to roll their eyes. I mean, it does depend, right? Because who's in the portal? Uh, there may be another round of transfer portal entries. And so I would say you, you got to put Birch also not just individually, but let's look at the entire picture, right? So you know you've lost one starter. You probably – one starter who started last season because you lost a guy, okay, but still someone who would have played a good many snaps next season in Gilbert Edmond. Mm. So that affects your depth. Birch is a starter. That is a position – I would say probably wide receiver and edge are the two positions – in terms of depth, you can maybe throw defensive back in there for now because of the guys you lose that have the least amount of depth, the mm -hmm. most questions. Actually, as I talked through that, running backs one too, right? But So mm -hmm. there are several. But it is certainly one of the positions where you can ill afford to lose starter-type talent. Now, has Jordan Birch played like a first-round pick? Did he play that way this past season? No. Otherwise, be getting a lot more buzz about, hey, this guy's probably a first or second round draft pick the production so far he has to take a leap on the field wherever he is south carolina somewhere else you know he has to take that next step in order to you know reach his potential but i say individually it's a loss because he he does still have untapped potential in my opinion he has made some plays he's a great athlete and then when you just look at the depth in the starter situation if you you know you might be down to jordan strong some freshmen, some guys that haven't played a lot, and then whatever you can get in the portal, which is, of course, a question at this point. And I think we're worth pointing out, he was starting. So mm -hmm. you, at the very least, say, say whatever you want about the uh, how you feel about how he's played, he was a starter. So um, you're having to replace a starter-level guy, I, I think. And, you know, the interesting thing is, I thought he may, maybe played his best game as a Gamecock in the bowl game. Uh, like, he was very disruptive. We have seen moments where he has been, you know, in, in a position to make plays and uh, to take over, not take over games, but have some flashes of being able to take over games. So, I, I think, I look at it like this. If you're South Carolina, you're better off with Jordan Birch at the University of South Carolina. Um, if he wants to leave, though, I don't know if you beg. I think, uh, you know, you kind of move on and, and go try to find the next guy. If I'm Jordan Birch, though, I'm also considering the fact I am a local guy. I am here in Columbia. How much, how much support do I get long-term, 10, 20, 30, 40 years down the road if I don't leave versus uh, – I mean, it's one year at this point, you know? Uh, how, how much is there to be gained from leaving for yeah. one year in another place versus being the guy that stuck around and is going to have lifelong – you want to start a business here? in Columbia, you will be supported because you're the local guy who stuck with your team. Mm -hmm. So I um, I, I think, again, it's his decision, but I'd be thinking about this as one year versus 40 years, um, you know, if I'm Jordan Birch and I'm having to make this decision. And the, the edge position gets very, very interesting. Um, it could, if you, if Jordan Strong has his waiver and um, is able to come back, which there's some positive vibes that that, you know, could happen. And then you have him opposite Birch. You like all of a sudden feel somewhat decent about that position. But mm -hmm. then you talk, start talking about losing a starter. You're waiting on Strong's um, waiver to come through, and you're like, wow, there might be two freshmen starting. Yeah, I mean, you could be talking about losing your top three defensive ends from last year, or having two of your top three defensive ends return, and and that makes a big difference. Yeah, I, I, I want to come back because Bob hit us here in the firehouse subs text line, just saying why would Birch transfer? That question is interesting and and worth unpacking, but but sort of. Um, in that vein, if he does transfer, 
the options are like go somewhere bigger, I guess, because you want to win more, even if you're going to play a smaller role. Like your, your motivation is one of two things. Like I would like to compete for a national championship, say, just like theoretically, everybody that plays a competitive sport wants an opportunity to compete for the championship. If you want to transfer to, let's just pull a name out of a hat, Oregon, have a chance to win the Pac-12, maybe for the first time in three years. Um, and, and, you know, being in the playoff, maybe that is a, that that's a motivation there. If you want to go play, if you want to go somewhere to play, like Carolina is a great Carolina to me seems like the perfect confluence because you can go somewhere better than Carolina and play less, or you can go somewhere worse than South Carolina and not even really play more, but maybe have an opportunity to stand out more. But Carolina is at an intersection of being a competitive football team. They just won eight games. They should be around seven or eight plus next year. And you're playing every single snap. You're playing in the SEC. All eyes are on you. Nowhere else can you go to a, like a, like Carolina, Missouri. That's a pretty low level SEC game for like your casual SEC fans. You go sit in the press box and there's like 15 NFL scouts because there's like 30 dudes in that game that NFL teams are going to want to look at. Like you're never going to get a better look unless he goes to Alabama, in which case he's going to be playing 20 snaps a game instead of 70. So I, I guess now I'm circling Bob's question back in. What would be the motivation if he does transfer? Well, I think, uh, first of all, Pearson, you made you just made a great pitch to to Jordan Birch on staying. I think. <laughs> Hope but, he's listening. Um, you know, Eric, send this to Jordan. <laughs> the uh, I felt the same way about the whole Marshawn Lloyd situation. Like, where right. are you going to find a better situation to where you're playing SEC competition, but you're also the guy? You are the starter, and um, you know you can go to a quote unquote bigger name program, but um, and split time at, at running back and not be the top guy, or maybe even not be among the top two. Like, mm-hmm. I, I felt like Marshawn had a perfect situation coming back. And the interesting thing is, if all these guys had just said, hey, let's all come back, like Marshawn, Jaheim, Jordan, maybe you are competing for the SEC East next year. So if winning is it, I mean, I don't, Chris, I don't know if you want to speak to the exact reasons with Birch. I think there is some, probably some mystery there as well. <laughs> yeah, um, plenty of rumor. I did, I mean. To fill the void. I did have, I'll say this. I had somebody tell me, like, you know, competing for a championship was is part of the the conversation here. But um, you know, I I didn't hear that directly from from Birch's camp, so I don't want to say that definitively. But Chris, I don't know if you want to add anything to it or not, man. I've kind of been. It's it's kind of interesting because in some ways we've been here before. So Wes and I covered Jordan's recruitment in high school, and it was interesting. Um, it went. You could have put a period. At that. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. But I'll, I'll attempt to contextualize it. I mean, obviously, you know, he had his commitment ceremony, but did not sign, and ended up going late. You know, so um, it, there was some back and forth elements. There was a lot of mystery around it, whether it was uh, where is he visiting, um, what schools are you know truly in the mix. And I think you know we generally had a really good handle on it. That for most of the time, South Carolina was in really good shape, but LSU made a big push so it was it was kind of difficult you know to get a handle on certain things there is very quiet at times so you know to bring it forward to this decision on whether or not to stay or go I mean I think it's several different factors and it's kind of hard to get a firm handle on the exact reasons because even some of the information I've been given behind the scenes like you'll hear something from the exact same place that kind of contradicts it like by the end of the day and so I, I think that also indicates the point that 
this isn't just a cut and dry. He's definitely staying. He's definitely going. There have been some things communicated behind the scenes that certainly have not sounded promising for South Carolina. But at the same time, it hasn't happened yet officially. And there's also, you know, been some ongoing conversations. So I think, I mean, you look at it now, I mean, y'all pointed out Jordan played a lot of snaps this season. You can contextualize that and see why, but is that a reason? Mm, Does he only want to play 45 a game? Well, well, do you want to play, you know, in a game where you have 80 snaps, Mm -hmm. do you want to play 75 of them? Right, right, exactly. Would you want to do that? Probably not, no. I've so, so never you thought give, about that. You can give 100% on how many snaps before you start to lose something. A lot less than 80. Yeah, yeah so there's that. I mean, let's, let's be honest, y'all. I mean, this is 2022 in college football. It's not pro athletics right now, but NIL is important, mm-hmm. you know? That's where everybody's well, mind goes Some first. could even say it's 2023. 2023. Well, we just finished the 2022 season. <laughs> Season. I'm just messing with it. I was asking no, if you were right. going to write the date. You just said it. <laughs> I did. I did. That was my first date mess up. It's January. Hold on. Sixth, let me get the date fifth, right when I said January 5th. Went five days. Nice. It's a record. Pretty um, good. We just wrapped up with the 2022 season. Nice. By the way, we Same do day. now have audio of Chris saying he's definitely leaving and he's definitely staying. So much in, <laughs> much, much in, the, eye, much in the eyeball emoji Twitter vein, he can now go back yep. and say... Either way, that what, whatever happens, you yeah, were right, Chris. Yeah. I said, I said, I, I said it. I was right. Well done. Say all options. Yes. So everybody's mind immediately goes to NIL, and I don't think it's wrong to do that. But let's dig into what that might look like for Birch or even just in general. 803-404-6100. Love Chevy phone line, Firehouse subs, text line. All of us on Twitter. Here we go. At Pearson Fowler, at West Mitchell GC, at Coach P Tweets, at GC Chris Clark, at Tyler Head 18. And the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. We'll be back. More of the Extra Point coming up next on 107.5 The Game. You haven't tasted real Carolina barbecue until you've experienced Little Pig's Barbecue. Full-service dine-in buffet with barbecue ribs, brisket, chicken, rice, hash, tomato pie, macaroni and cheese, and many more of your favorites. Eat in or take out. Little Pig's Barbecue on Alpine Road is open from 11 to 2 on Wednesday, 11 to 8 Thursday through Saturday, and 11 to 3 on Sunday. Little Pig's Barbecue on Alpine Road. Little Pig's family looks forward to seeing you soon. Wow, 2022 flew by, but I sure am ready for 2023. My favorite way to start the new year is to make my home feel like new with Zeres carpet and air duct cleaning. Only Zeres uses the advanced patented process with ZR water for superior long-lasting clean. Right now, get three rooms of carpet clean for only $119 plus. Mention me, Bill Gunner, at 107.5 The Game, and you'll get a hallway cleaned for free. Easily schedule your cleaning online at zeroscolumbia.com. Hey, I'm Roy Finley. And I'm Dana Finley, owners of AAA Heating and Air. If your unit's living on borrowed time, replace it now with AAA's best deal of the year. Get an instant rebate of $1,500 plus 0% financing with no money down for qualified buyers and a 15-year parts and labor warranty. This offer won't last. Call AAA today for your $1,500 savings and 0% financing. Call 677-1500. AAA Air. When you need us, AAA Heating and Air. 
My friends at the South Carolina Forestry Commission want your help in canceling wildfires this year. Or at least the ones caused by humans, which are about 90% of all wildfires. Negligent but avoidable. Behaviors like careless outdoor debris burning. Lacks campfire safety and improper vehicle and equipment use. Are the leading causes of wildfires in South Carolina. Please think before you burn outdoors or operate spark-producing equipment. Let's cancel wildfire, South Carolina. Sponsored by the South Carolina Forestry Commission, the South Carolina Broadcasters Association, and this station. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. It's game day at Jim's house, and the spread is impressive. Mike's already done some damage with the hot wings, and now he's dropping back and going deep for another slice of pizza. I sure hope he brought the Pepto. Mike knows the Pepto-Bismol provides fast, five-symptom relief from unexpected stomach upsets. He's no rookie. (laughs) The way he's throwing back those nachos, he's the GOAT. Be ready for game day with Pepto-Bismol. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Use as directed, keep out of reach of children. I never write reviews, but Navaj is so amazing, I had to leave one. Nothing's ever cleared out my sinuses as well. I'm blown away by how Navaj works. That's a review from Carrie, and it's one of over 100,000 online testimonials praising Navaj. I'm Martin Hoke, the inventor of Navaj Nasal Care, and I've talked about flushing out allergens, viruses, mucus, and germs. How Navaj's powered suction can help you breathe better. And how your nose is the body's air filter, and Navaj will clean it out. But don't take my word for it. What do people like Chad say, who wrote, Navaj has helped clear out my nasal passages every single night. My wife says my snoring has gone way down. Snorefest be gone, unquote. Navaj is the all-natural solution trusted by over 3 million customers to help you breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and stay healthier without drugs. Navaj is available at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Bed Bath, Target, and online. Navaj, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. It's the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. Presented by Firehouse Subs. Founded by Firemen with Pearson Fowler, Chris Clark, and Wes Mitchell. On the home of the Gamecocks, 107.5 The Game. 11.34, Thursday morning. Welcome back into the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour on 107.5 The Game. Pearson, Wes, Preston, Chris, and Tyler here with you in the Herndon Chevy Studios of 107.5 The Game. A lot of transfer portal talk today. Some people anticipating a Jordan Birch transfer announcement sometime soon, at least a strong possibility of that today. Uh, what does it mean for Carolina? What does it mean for how they continue to attack the transfer portal for the rest of this offseason? Uh, before we get back into our conversation, though, today is Thursday, which means, let me see, I should have this committed to memory right now. I'm pretty sure it's the Jamaican jerk is tomorrow. I think it's the, the Cajun chicken some other adjectives sandwich the word is at the beginning the spicy cajun chicken spicy yeah. cajun chicken sandwich at firehouse subs i think chris we got to try this one for the first time or it was my first time having it at um our the grand opening in orangeburg yes that, that was, one of the ones we had yeah. it was that, that mm-hmm. was my second okay time um so i'm a little bit ahead of you but yeah thursday spicy cajun chicken that is today's sub of the day at firehouse subs they have a sub of the day, guys, every day of the week. 
Sunday through Monday, Monday through Sunday, any day in 2023, see, I got the date right, <laughs> visit one of the 14 Firehouse Subs locations in the Midlands, $5.99 for a small, $7.99 for a medium, I get the medium, sub of the day, make sure you mention the specific daily special, again, one for every day of the week, today is spicy Cajun chicken, if you're not in the mood for the sub of the day on the specific day, hit up anything else on the menu, I also recommend the prime rib steak sub, it is fantastic. Lots of ways to order and to see where the closest firehouse to you is. Firehousesubs.com, the Rapid Rescue. Download the Firehouse Subs app. They also have a really cool rewards program. Or if you text us here on the Firehouse Subs text line with your takes on Jordan Birch or sandwiches or whatever it may be, you will actually get a link back where you can order a Firehouse Sub online. That's 803-404-6100 on the Firehouse Subs text line. And guys, actually, I think this is locked in. We're going to be at a Firehouse Subs location. Let's just tease it. Let's not give the full details. Next week on Friday, mm-hmm. Firehouse Friday, Firehouse Subs Friday, we're going to be at one of the local locations and also some breaking news. Pretty sure we're going to have a Gamecock football player there with us hanging out for a little while. Wow. More Preston, details coming Preston's going to be there. <laughs> a real one. <laughs> Current. You're, Current. You're yeah, a team yeah. captain. There you go. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, Last millennial. But <laughs> uh... <laughs> What was I gonna Last say? Something about Jordan Birch. I got. I got. You got any more Lou Holt stories for us? <laughs> <laughs> we'll just uh, default to that. <laughs> yeah. Just always default. Sausage takes. Um, <laughs> no. So uh, Jordan Birch potentially transferring. Bob and a lot of other people. Why? You're playing a lot of snaps. You're on a pretty good team. A team that's got an arrow facing upward. Seem like Sterling Lucas is a dude. If you're trying to get to the NFL, he how about someone dude. that's been coaching in the NFL? Seems like a perfect storm. Of course, everybody's mind goes to NIL, and then. And here's where we're going to branch off into geopolitics a little mm-hmm. bit. South Carolina, historically a, a, just a poor state. As a state, not individuals, South Carolina is a poor state. I wonder if there's like some of that geopolitical like insecurity because immediately it's like, why isn't South Carolina paying more to keep Birch? It's like this, this feeling that Carolina can't compete in the, in the NIL space. When in reality, and I don't know what all the, like, I don't know the Garnet Trust valuation versus the this versus the that. But when you look at every other measurable metric, South Carolina spends money to compete in football and in athletics for facilities, for recruiting. Like, Carolina is always in the top 25 in value of the program and the amount of money that they spend in the program. So when I see people saying, well, you know, they're just being cheap and they don't want to pay to keep Bell and to keep Birch and all these people that are demanding NIL deals, I don't see it that way because because nothing to me says that this is a team. This is a team that's going to try to cheap out to like save a penny. It, it says to me that maybe in South Carolina's evaluation, not valuation and their evaluation of these players, maybe it's not worth whatever the open market price is going to end up being for a lot of these players. Well, and it's a complex question because when you say South Carolina, like as an institution, it's different than being like, um, okay. When, like when they're deciding to build the new ops building or the indoor practice facility and you're kind of going through all, you know, where the finance is going to come from. There's mm-hmm. a state process to all these different things. Um, that's just a lot different because they can make those decisions, you know, as long as they go through all the, the red tape of the state bureaucracy, you know, with the way that the NCAA NIL guidance is structured, the role of NIL collectives, so to speak, like you mentioned, Garnet Trust. Like, it's not the school can't really make those choices. You know what I mean? Mm. I mean, in some ways, I mean, there can be under the guidance, there can be communication now between 
school officials like the coaching staff and collectives, for instance. Like, we didn't even anticipate that in October. The NCAA, despite being like, this collective thing's out of control, they're like, here's some more power. Yeah. You know, basically, <laughs> to the collectives. Were you going to ask something? Yeah, yeah. Just as a quick example, does that mean that Shane Beamer could call Garnet Trust and be like... Hypothetically. Yes, hypothetically. Just just mechanically. Or not even, not even South Carolina. Let me say, can Kirby Smart call a Georgia NIL collective... Uh-huh and be like, give this player no. this NIL deal? Uh, under okay. the guidance, no. The, the rules are, the, N- the NCAA's guidance from October says that uh, schools, athletic department officials, they can basically, you know, generally mm-hmm. ask for support, donations, memberships to NIL collectives. You can't specify what sport it's going to go to, what specific okay. player. So could the Georgia Collective call Kirby Smart and be like, hey, should we give this guy an NIL deal? Yeah, I mean, look, I'm telling you what the rules are. Right. What, what <laughs> happens, true. True. you know, what happens is is entirely, um, okay. uh, you know, a different story. But I, I think you make, like, I think your point about the resources, the resources are in place here in South Carolina. Uh to be competitive in the NIL space. I think it's a, we could do, I could do not only an entire Gamecock Central Takeover Hour, but we could, I could do like a long form podcast on it, I think, sitting in here about like why it is where it is. But you can just point to some of the other things, right? Mm-hmm. All these nice facilities, et cetera, et cetera, the money that they spend, the money is out there. Now, right. when we walk out of here, like we're not going to find an oil field, you know, so Texas, Texas A&M money, whatever. That's not here, but no you Bobby don't really, Petrino money here. You don't really need that. And I think sometimes what you see in the NIL space is you will hear a number that a player got. When you hear about an an offensive lineman getting high six figures over the course of a few years to go to an SEC school, for instance, you're like, geez, that's just kind of out of control. You know, and then it depends how does the coach want to build his program. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of different factors to it. I think there's an education component to this as well um, that is still trying to get caught up. I think um, on all sides, frankly, um, on the side of your quote-unquote boosters, um, what am I giving to the Gamecock Club? What am I giving to collectives? What am I doing directly with players if I own a business? I think there's an education component um that still still needs to get caught up on the player side as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking about um, 18 to 22 year old individuals who, um, you know, are now dealing with conversations about potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, if you haven't been taught uh, the intricacies of that, uh, the intricacies of taxes and what it means for you, um, what you should actually do with that sum of money as far as investing it for your future. Um, there's a huge part of NIL that is still in its infancy, I think, and that I am hopeful will get caught up on all sides of this thing because I can't imagine, I mean, I thought I was rich if I had a couple hundred dollars in my pocket when I was 18. So if somebody starts talking about $100,000, a million dollars, that's not even a real thing to me at that age. That's just a big, that's a big old number. Yeah. So, but hey, you're now in a tax bracket where up to a certain point you owe 35% of that money back to the government. Mm. Um, so there's a lot of educational components to this again on, on all sides of it that I think still need to, to catch up. 
I was just having nightmares of the uh, when I first went from being a strictly W two to having some ten ninety nines, and mm. I was like, hey, "Where's that income coming from?" And I had, had I got to pay. What is going on here? Yeah. I can't keep it all. I was thirty four at the time, so just <laughs> yeah, just for a point of reference. Everybody's got to learn, and you're right. The education component is absolutely crucial, but in terms of the mechanics from the school. Like, people are preemptively upset and disappointed that Carolina doesn't spend as much in the NIL space as Southern Cal and Ohio State. And if Clemson is the one that hurts because it's around there. But, I mean, to the extent that the numbers are available, Carolina spends as much or more than Kentucky, Missouri, Mississippi State, Virginia Tech. Like, Carolina spends a lot for its neighborhood. I don't know if you can, if you can answer this question. If you can't, just plead the fifth, and I'll think of something else to ask you. <laughs> Has since since the I guess just in the last two years nil transfer portal the confluence of those crazy things happening has Carolina lost a bidding war for a player either to keep or to get since nil came about yeah just in the last couple of years oh last yeah couple of seasons. yeah 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 okay yeah that was before and before nil well yeah during, yeah <laughs> after if there's ever an after, there won't be an yeah, after yeah. I guess but I, I would say this the cool thing about nil is though that if you want to support the players directly, you can do that for like $10 a month, you know? So yeah. it's not the, the, I think the beauty of NIL too, from a fan perspective is you don't have to be a multimillionaire. Uh, you know, you may feel like to make an impact prior, you know, you, you don't have to have your name on a facility yeah. to, to make an impact. Now I think there is power in numbers for this stuff as well. So for Carolina, I think part of it is, getting their bigger boosters involved, but also just the, the random fan that wants to help uh, realizing, hey, my money can can help as well. There, there is a very, very, very easy formula, in my opinion, just kind of observing this, um, for South Carolina's kind of, for lack of a better term, NIL-like ecosystem to, ha- to easily have between 5 to $10 million a year to spend. And, and that's not, I don't want to make it sound easy, but like it's not, that difficult it's not far-fetched it's not far-fetched at all like it's not a pipe dream in the grand scheme of things with the correct organization buy-in like i mean west talked about education that's still very much missing I, i mean we've had more questions i think about nil on the insiders forum than ever because we kind of came along and said you know not to paint ourselves as all we told you so but like we're telling people this is going to be very important in recruiting and i think until you actually see the impact and it's kind of tangible. Like you see some guys leaving or, or or the threat of them leaving, or you see what happens at other schools. It's starting to sink into people that, oh, this is pretty important. Right. But I guess my point in asking you this is, this may not be that example or that catalyst. This may not be South Carolina can't afford to keep Jordan Birch or they can't afford to keep Gilbert Edmond or they can't afford to keep Jaheim Bell. They're, th- those may be separate business decisions being made. They may have the money to keep those guys, but they might, find that it's a better sure. allocation of resources elsewhere. Somebody else sure. in the portal to replace them or, or whatever it may be. Yeah, that can happen too. I mean, and, and you see like a lot, I will, I will also say, so I've been one of the foremost advocates, you know, for NIL and for its importance, like in recruiting, just telling people how important it is. You know, if you do talk to high school prospects, there are still, there are still some guys in 2023. Got it again. Nice. We need the ding. ding. Got, yep. So, there are still some guys that don't value it as much. There are some guys that have it like third on their list. I think that will, you know, continue to creep up. 
there's some guys that admit i know the athletic they had a piece recently where they asked guys how important is it kind of rank mm-hmm. it anonymously and some guys said yeah and they went into figures and there's some big figures so you'll hear coaches in the industry talk or nil centric people in the industry talk they're like well so and so got this to go to that school or to transfer to that school and they're like that's crazy you know <laughs> i mean the the, yeah. the other place may have had it but they may have made a decision of that's crazy, you know. I wonder how this is going to work in the new NCAA game because, like, it's easy to recruit like proximity to home or early playing time. Like, those are easy to figure out. I wonder how this will work in the new NCAA game, which, by the way, I think isn't coming out until twenty twenty four now, which is sad. Very sad. Yeah, and, sad. and I wonder if the NCAA will let it go because you know they'll they'll like have a <laughs> sort of some barriers put up on what they want in their game. So Definitely. Hopefully, they let this thing go wild. So when wild you do west. the use your recruiting points to do like your pitch, mm-hmm. like proximity to home. They'll yeah. have like an NIL. They have to, <laughs> right? That's, that's football now. That would be awesome. What, what, if, what if you have like a salary cap for your for <laughs> your school on, you know, what you can spend? The, the, whole, the whole off season, there's going to be like fundraising events that you have to go to. <laughs> when you say fundraising, I'm thinking like bake sale or something. <laughs> like we're just baking, baking cookies. <laughs> that would be it. Better be some good brownies. Yeah. Or really good. <laughs> 803-404-6100. Love Chevy phone line, Firehouse subs, text line, and uh, Twitter at Pearson Fowler. Lemonade at stand. GC. Lemonade stand at Coach P Tweets, at GC Chris Clark, at TylerHead18. Wrapping things up right after this. The Halftime Show with Jay Phillips and Terry Ford. I remember sending off Dave to, uh, to join the KISS Army when I was in like the second grade. Is that about the same thing? Uh, similar, very similar, uh, except you can do it online. Kinsiders. Kinsiders. They're sisters. They have VIP, you know, before, and you get to meet them, and they sign your stuff and all that, and you get to hang with them and, you know, talk to uh, everybody in the band. They shook Dave's hand. He hasn't washed his hands since. I, I pull my shirt down, give him a Sharpie. Here, sign my chest. <laughs> sign, sign my chest. All right. Uh, see, this is my fault. This is – I usually want to blame other people for things. This is my fault. Noon to three. On your home of the Gamecocks. 1075 The Game. Here's Bill McDaniel of McDaniel's Auto Group for the Hood Team. Danny and I had a sell earlier this year, and I don't care when I called it, night, morning, evening, Danny was always there. Then when you put together the kind of people that Danny Hood is and Karen and William, you've got an awesome real estate team. I'm Danny Hood. And I'm Karen Hood. And I'm William DiMaggio. We're, We're the, the Hood, Hood team, team at Coldwell Banker Realty. Realty. Give us a call at 803-730-2512 or online at thehoodteam.com. By now, you know that sound. It's the sound of the Home Depot. But what about those sounds? Those are the sounds of an LG wash tower with ultra large capacity, serving up a powerful yet gentle clean in just 29 minutes. Making this the sound of savings on the best appliance brands. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Get up to 25% off the LG wash tower with ultra large capacity and reduced wash time. Pricing valid January 5th through January 25th, 2023. Gas dryer extra, US only. See store or online for details. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <laughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist. The only FDA approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park, <laughs> or at your kitchen table. Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. (sighs) For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Broadcasting live from the Herndon Chevrolet Studios. 
This is 1075 The Game. Stop by or shop online today and see why Herndon Chevrolet makes you smile. It's the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. Presented by Firehouse Subs. Founded by Firemen with Pearson Fowler, Chris Clark, and Wes Mitchell. On the home of the Gamecocks. 1075 The Game. Nine minutes in front of noon. Welcome back in. It's the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour on 107.5 The Game. Pearson, Wes, Preston, Chris, Tyler, everybody here today. Talking a lot about the transfer portal this time tomorrow. There may be some news. It seems like Jordan Burge is leaning towards transferring, or at least it's a strong indication that's a possibility at this point. Probably not the last guy to transfer, and Carolina, I imagine, will get some more transfers in. So as we continue an offseason of roster churn, we'll keep you up to date. In the meantime... Wanted to get to this yesterday. Didn't get a chance to, but um, on TV, what, Tuesday night was the Under Armour All-America game, mm-hmm. which, of course, is interesting. If you're just a fan of, you know, high school football, it's the best of the best. It's a bunch of guys playing. I saw this tweet. I don't know who this person is, um, but Brendan Moore. This just popped up on my timeline Tuesday night. Uh, the schools with the most signees in the Under Armour All-America game Tuesday night. Florida, eight. Alabama 7, Oklahoma 7, Georgia 5, Texas 5, South Carolina 5. Very well represented in the uh, Under Armour All-America game. Uh, Wes, I know you got a chance to catch some of it, um, some of the Gamecocks that were involved. What did uh, what, you what'd you take away? And Did it feel like a, like a showcase for Carolina's 2023 signing class? I mean, it, I think just having that number of guys down there is is a good thing, and I I think it's it's really honestly good for the guys because you get a firsthand, and it, it's a week long. I, I put more stock, like especially Shrine Bowl as well. We weren't down there for the the week of practice, but a lot of the evaluators are down there. You even get a little bit more, I think, from the week of practice than you do in the actual game, and uh, it's a chance for these guys to go compete with some of the other top players in the country, which I think is a little bit of a preview for them of what they're going to face in college and that the guys you're facing are just as big as you, just as fast as you. And, um, you know, I, I think uh, you had a couple of guys, according to our own three uh, analysts, uh, Zay McLeod from Camden had a good week, uh, could potentially move up. Um, Chris's boy, uh, Desmond Umiozulu, been working oh, yeah. on that in the mirror. Nice um, sting. <laughs> he, uh, he had a sack, forced fumble, a couple tackles, I think. So it was a good day for him. Uh, but I think for all those guys, just being able to go down there and compete uh, was a big deal. So you were at Shrine Bowl practice, what was that, like a month ago, a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago. There's the Under Armour All-America game. There's another All-American game. Is, is there, There's like a the, North-South game. Is that just the state? Uh, the, the North-South game you're talking about, yes, is uh, basically the state of South Carolina. Shrine okay. Bowl is South Carolina versus North Carolina. Okay. You have uh, the two big national All-Star games, which is Under Armour All-America. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is Adidas All-American. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dr- grammatical reasons of the difference there, but the Adidas one used to be the Army game, um, okay, but uh, is not anymore right now. There's a couple of other. National I say, what games. are I want to know what all the All Star games are. There's a couple of other ones that just aren't as uh, don't have as much notoriety. But um, Pup Howard was invited to the Adidas one, okay, and um, basically that's uh, the American, not America. Yes, okay. he, uh, but he is not playing in it just okay. because he had already. Essential, you know, it already started practicing with South Carolina and is already here. And just, uh, but a lot of the guys played in that game, like Marky Anderson, for example, played in that game and then was in Columbia by yesterday to mm-hmm. move in because yesterday was the first day that 
freshmen were moving in over at 650. Preston, uh, what'd you play in? I played in the Shrine Bowl. Okay. North, North Carolina versus South Carolina. And that, that's like you got an invitation and you were like definitely going to do that? Or was it a sense of obligation? No, it was the, it was a definitely an honor, cool. honor to play in that game. And I, and I, I, know, I don't know the profile because there wasn't as many national games at that time. But it was a pretty high honor for sure. That's cool. So how many of these, and you don't even have to say which one, how many of these are like the All-Star game? And how many of these are like the Pro Bowl? In terms of like level of intensity and like the people that'll be there? Yeah, I would say both, you know, both the Adidas slash former Army one and the Under Armour one mm-hmm. are highly prestigious. Like if you if you get invited to this, um, that means something. Like the guys care about that. Mm-hmm. Now, I will I will say... You can even tell watching on TV. These guys aren't out there trying to knock each other's heads right, off. Like, right. They're playing the game at a little bit above like practice level in that you're out there trying to showcase yourself, but you're not there. A lot of these guys are out there all week long. They become friends. They're doing different activities together. A um, little different intensity than like a college football game. Obviously. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, are all the all five of the guys that played in that game are early enrollees for South Carolina? I don't think they all are. Okay. Because they had a bunch. So, yes. Yeah. So, Mar- general. Marquis, Desmond, uh, Montague, Xavier McLeod, those mm-hmm. four are. Okay. Who are the other ones? Kelton Henderson, I don't, don't think is an early enrollee. I don't think he is. See, I, I also had um, Trovon Ball as a selection for the game as well. Yep. Um, and I don't remember if Trovon's an early guy or not. And sometimes the early enrollee status is something that you're kind of waiting to the last minute. Not saying that's the case with Trevon, but I I don't always count those as being official until yeah they're here, yeah. basically. And a bunch of guys are. We'll go through the list. We'll talk a little bit more about that tomorrow. That's all we have time for today. Might have some transfer portal news uh, by this time tomorrow, but you'll have to tune into the Gamecock Central Hour to find out. Appreciate you all listening, as always, and the Halftime Show is coming up next. WNKTFM. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 